0: Praise the Lord, everyone. My name is Eric McRae, and this is Victorious for Life Podcast. The name of this episode is called Seed Sower. Again, Seed Sower. S-O-W-E-R. Seed Sower. Let me pray in. Father God, I come before you, Lord Jesus. I sincerely ask you to please forgive me for my sins, Lord. Please forgive me for the sins that I'm aware of and the sins I'm currently unaware of, Lord. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for this episode here on Victorious for Life podcast. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for my bishop also inspired me to come up with this topic of discussion tonight. I just thank you so much for the support system that you have given me. The support system that you have given me, Lord, has strengthened me. And it's continuing to strengthen me. And in return, Lord Jesus, I want to be a support system to whoever listens to this episode here on Victorious for Life podcast. The words that's coming from my mouth, Lord, are inspired by you, Jesus. The the spirit of the Lord has gripped me, has touched my heart. And which motivate me to, to allow my thoughts to be optimistic, which motivates my emotions to be optimistic. In return, which motivates or my words are a reflection of my thoughts and my emotions. I pray that whoever listens to this episode, let them be blessed 10 times, Lord Jesus, or times 10, excuse me. Let them be blessed times 10. Give them something to think about. If anybody that's depressed, that's listening to this particular episode here on Victorious for Life podcast, I pray that you remove depression. Remove it, Lord Jesus. It's the holiday season, so a lot of people tend to go through depression. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you slow the percentage of suicide, Lord Jesus. Actually, really stop it. But if, if, if taking baby steps is is uh, necessary, then please slow down the the percentage of suicide. Because the ultimate goal is for people to stop committing suicide. And I understand that Rome was not built in a day. So baby steps, taking one day at a time. I just thank you, Lord Jesus, because I choose to look at myself as a seed sower. And seed sower is not just anyone who financially bless somebody. That's one way of sowing seed. But also, someone who who gives their time, someone who is optimistic, someone who is motivated to speak life into somebody that contributes to sowing seed as well. And Eric McCray, your man servant, I'm here to sow a seed to the listeners, Lord Jesus. And I pray that they will be blessed. I pray that they will be receptive, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray, man. So again. The name of this episode here on Victorious for Life podcast is called Seed Sower. And my base scripture is coming from 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 10. And this is the, it's coming from the NIV version. And before I even start off, I just want to openly thank Bishop Paul. I really want to thank him so much. You know, he's my bishop and I really appreciate his words of wisdom. The rumors are true about this man that he has great wisdom and I do see it. I actually was able to gain insight on this particular uh, topic here. Seed sower and not only gain insight, but I would, you know, the, the idea or the concept Of seeing Sower being a part of this recent episode on Victorious for Life podcast really came from the Bible study I had with Bishop. He gave me a lot to think about. So it's only right for me to include Bishop a part of this episode because I did not necessarily come up with this by myself. And it's okay because I don't know everything. It takes a lot of responsibility for one person to to know everything. So I wanted to openly thank Bishop Poole for helping me to come up with this 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 concept. Thank you so much, Bishop. Anyway, Second Corinthians chapter nine, verse 10, this NIV version. Now, he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. So let me read that again. Second Corinthians chapter nine, verse 10. And again, this is the NIV version. Now, he he obviously represents Or at least talking about Jesus Christ, who supplies seed to the sower. So Jesus Christ will actually provide resources to the individual that wants to be a servant. Resources to the person that wants to give financially or resources to someone who just wants to give in multiple different ways of giving. Supply seed to the sower and bread for food will also Supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. So not only Jesus Christ will supply seed to the sower or Jesus Christ will increase resources to the individual that truly wants to help the masses or help people. Not only Jesus would do that, but this scripture is also saying that Jesus is motivated to do other things. Jesus is willing to increase the store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. So your character will go to another level. Your ability to be righteous will go to another level. And the reason why? Because the person's heart is right. So in order for a person's character to be righteous, one, you have to have a mindset and a desire to be righteous. In order to have the mindset and desire to be righteous, you can't be what you can't see. So it's important to assemble yourself or to associate yourself around people that are currently making an effort to sustain righteous behavior, righteous mindset. So when a lot of people say that they don't necessarily need to go to church to serve Jesus Christ. Well, that's true. That alone is true. But you also need to associate yourself around righteous people in order for one to know what it looks like to be righteous. In order, you know, to know what it looks like to be righteous. And once you see what it looks like to be righteous, you have to put it in practice. You have to constantly practice on having righteous thoughts, speaking righteous as far as your words, behaving, behaving in a righteous manner. The only sure way that you're going to get that, or anybody, anyone is going to is going to either master that or come close to mastering that, which means that you're developing a positive habit, is that you need to associate yourself or fellowship with other like-minded individuals or just fellowship with people that's at the level that you want to get to. So again, I want to read not again, but I want to also want to read another scripture. And it's still coming from 2nd Corinthians this is 2nd uh, Corinthians chapter 9 verse 8 and, and also this is coming from the NIV version and God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things at all times having all that you need you will abound in every good work so I like this because Jesus is known for offering reassurance to people Reinsurance coming from Jesus Christ is better than a cashier's check, which is official tissue, a cashier's check. Jesus Christ is official tissue, guaranteed approval with Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is not going to just tell you something and renege on it. But I myself, Eric McRae, host, the founder Of victorious for life podcast and the only reason why I found victorious for life podcast or victorious for life podcast is because Jesus actually created the image and Jesus gave it to me so to be technical about it Jesus Christ is the founder of victorious for life podcast not Eric McRae so allow me to apologize and correct myself Jesus Christ is the founder of Victorious for Life podcast. Jesus just allows me to manage the podcast. So let's be clear with that. And I thank the Lord so much for it. So it was instructed by my bishop, Bishop Poole, to pretty much uh, give a, for me to give an opportunity, not just for me, but also my bishop as well, that we both wanted to collaborate and provide an opportunity for any one of the listeners that are currently listening to this episode and any one of the listeners that have been faithfully supporting victorious for life podcast by listening and also sharing the link so others can listen. We wanted to sow a seed into your life and it's not necessarily about the dollar amount. It's not necessarily about the dollar amount, But the seed really has a lot to do with people developing a testimony. Seriously, developing a testimony. So look at $2, for example, and this is the idea or the concept that my bishop had gave me that I wanted to give to whoever's listening. $2 from what my bishop explained to me. One dollar represents grace. The other dollar represents mercy. So think about grace and mercy, how grace and mercy has benefited you in your life. How the Lord Jesus Christ's grace and mercy benefits you. What does grace and mercy mean to you anyway? What does it mean to you personally? Do you think about grace and mercy? Do you take grace and mercy for granted? This is rhetorical. Give me something to think about. I know I have plenty of times. I'm not proud to admit it. However, I will continue to be transparent because transparency is being honest. Honesty helps a person to recover or at least start the process of recovery. And Victorious for Life podcast is based off recovery. Here, I'm talking about recovering from sin any type of strongholds, anything that's negative, that is ready, willing, and able to destroy you. Us as people, we need Jesus to help us to recover from anything that's that's negative. But anyway, back to sowing a seed. Myself and my bishop, we want to sow a seed to whoever's listening. We're hoping that you have a testimony that you can either share to this podcast, or you could just share it to who, whoever is motivated to listening. Testimonies are very important. Testimonies they give hope, they offer hope. The uh, you know the original purpose of testimonies, and the reason why, the reason why I'm saying original purpose is because a lot of people just don't look at testimonies the way they used to a lot of people I believe they're afraid to offer or give testimonies because they're afraid of being judged and a lot of people overanalyze people's testimony because instead of looking at a testimony for what it is which should be for the purpose of encouraging whoever's listening as well as encouraging the one that's verbalizing the testimony in the first place people tend to they look at testimony as gossip. They look at testimonies as red flags, depending on what the person is saying in the, in, in the midst of their testimony, the words that they're using. Of course, wisdom is necessary. to have. You need to have wisdom when you give a testimony because there are certain things you cannot share with the public because a lot of people, they're not mature enough to handle everything, every type of tests that the Lord off- that the Lord gives you thoughts as a test because you look at testimony the first the first word you see is test T-E-S-T and when you know for example I can go through a testimony and I can talk about how the Lord tested me or what the devil did to try to destroy me and it was a test how I was able to overcome that and it's not that I, can't, I couldn't share it it's just that I had to be selective who I share it with because a lot of people, they're not mature to handle it. So that's wisdom within itself. Wisdom is just having knowledge. You comprehend knowledge. And you what you comprehend, you apply it to your life. That's the basic definition of wisdom. is obtaining knowledge, comprehending knowledge, and applying it to your life. And once you take knowledge that you comprehend and you apply it to your life, it's going to change your perspective. Not only is it going to change your perspective, but it's going to change your emotions for the better. So your perspective, your outlook on life, your insight, and you add your emotions. Once those two line up and they become optimistic, then that means your behavior is going to be a reflection of your thoughts and your emotions. Thank you, Jesus. And I thank the Lord Jesus for helping me, Eric McRae, to constantly work on my thoughts, constantly work on my emotions, because as a recovery coach, it's not easy to be a recovery coach. A lot of people, they have high expectations, and I believe to a certain extent they should, because I'm putting myself out there to want to help people. And I do believe I lead by example and not by words alone is important. But one thing I will say about recovery coaches is that I'm not able to help everybody. I wish I could, but I'm not. I do everything I can to help who wants to, to who wants to be helped, who's open. And for those that are not, I can still help them anyway. You know, as far as my prayers and having optimistic thoughts about that person and, and, and hoping for the best for them. I may not have a verbal conversation with them because they may not be receptive. I mean, this is just hypothetical. But the point is that recovery coach is not easy, but it's durable. It's durable. I'm grateful for um, this topic, sower because... The whole objective of seed sowing is to have a desire to have compassion, to have a desire to have love, to have a desire to you want the best for people and you don't have to know them. So this is not about just having someone's best interest in heart because you know them personally and you have built a rapport with them. And not that there's anything wrong with that. But what about people that you don't know? What about people that you don't have no rapport with? Does that mean that you don't have you don't have their best interest in heart? I believe that you should have people's best interest in heart, period, whether you know them or not. Now, of course, it makes sense. It makes sense that people that you have a rapport with, your interest in them is going to be at a higher level than somebody you don't know. So, of course, that makes sense. But people that you don't know, you really want to make an effort to really care about them. And of course, it, it, again, it's not—it may not be at the same level as someone that you have a rapport with. But you know, you want it at a decent level, as far as your desire to care for people that you don't know, because Jesus took time out to care for us, and it's our responsibility as people. To reciprocate that love to others, the same love for that Jesus gives us, we have to make an effort to understand that love, to do research about that love because how are you going to duplicate behavior if you don't understand it? How are you going to uh, adapt the mindset if you don't understand the mindset or you know the concept of the mindset? From my understanding. Jesus Christ's love is very powerful Jesus Christ's love is stronger than sin itself Jesus Christ's love is surpasses the devil Satan any day Jesus Christ's love I mentioned a cashier's check and the cashier's check what I was told is official tissue guarantee access to finances what Jesus Christ's love is surpasses that Jesus Christ's love offers hope. Jesus Christ's love provides an atmosphere of safety. And I don't know nobody that can actually demonstrate love like that to that magnitude. To be honest, any human, I don't believe that could do that. But what I do believe What I do believe is that we can make an effort to practice, to try to at least, or at least make the effort to come close to duplicating love that Jesus Christ constantly demonstrates to us. I'm so grateful to, to be here. Again, who is listening, I speak a blessing to anyone that's taking time out of your day, to listen and support Victorious for Life podcast because, in Jesus' name, in Jesus Christ's name, not only Eric McRae can be victorious for life, but the listeners, you can also be victorious for life as well. In Jesus' name, that's the only way that you can sustain being victorious. In a world that promotes wickedness on a constant basis, Jesus Christ is ready, willing, and able to allow anybody, whosoever will, to be victorious within him. And I'm so grateful. Thank God for, for Bishop Paul. I speak a blessing in Bishop Paul right now. Father God, I come before you, Lord Jesus. And I certainly ask you to please forgive me for my sins. Once again, please forgive me for the sins that I'm aware of, Lord, and the sins I'm currently unaware of. I pray for Bishop Poole and and Apostle Chantel. I pray for the ministry that you you have set for them, Lord Jesus, in the state of Florida. I pray that you increase the finances, Lord Jesus. If they're lacking finances in their personal lives and also in their ministry, I pray that you send, I speak checks in the mail, Lord. Checks in the mail. I pray, Lord, that you would touch people's hearts, that they would, they would send cashier's checks to Bishop Poole and Apostle Chantel. Cashier's checks that will not only support their ministry, but it will support their, their personal household. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you even touch the members of their ministry. That when you bless Apostle Chantel and Bishop Poole, that their blessings were trickle down and their members will benefit, they'll reap the benefits as well. Whether they deserve it or not, I pray that you bless them, bless the members, Lord Jesus. Whether they're paying their tithes or not paying their tithes. And I'm not saying reward people for lacking, but I pray that that the reward will motivate people to want to do right. I just thank you for Bishop Poole and Apostle Chantel because they are wonderful people. They're a wonderful couple. They do lead by example. You know, they're a funny couple. and They're very uh, outspoken and direct They don't pull no punches. And those are the kind of people that I want to be around because at least I know where you're coming from. Also, too, I want to just thank you, Lord Jesus, for this episode here on Victorious for Life podcast, because I feel blessed. I feel refreshed because it's not what you do in church that makes you righteous. It's what you do at home that makes you righteous. Because a lot of people, they can put on fronts in front of people in church services. But who you are when there's no one monitoring your behavior, who are you? When there's no cameras, no one to see you in your private moments, that's important. Father God, I don't want to be sick as my secrets. Anything that's within me that's not righteous, which I can name a few things, please, Lord Jesus, continue to work with Eric McCrae to help me to continue to recover because I understand that recovery is a process and I'm, when I'm to recovery, I'm talking about recovering from sin, not a 12-step program. So again, I pray, Lord, that you touch the listeners, anyone who listens. I pray they'll be receptive to this podcast Lord Jesus that the spirit of the Lord that's upon me now that let this spirit flow through the airways let this spirit flow through the podcast that way the listeners can feel Jesus Christ Lord Jesus I thank you I thank you that you are forgiven God I thank you that you love me better than I can ever love myself you've been good to me than I've been to myself When I've given up on Eric McCray, you never gave up on me. Never. When you said you was going to bless me, deliver me, you never lied, Lord Jesus. Never lied. And again, I pray and I speak it in advance that you take Victorious for Life podcast, that you created Jesus. Only thing you did was you, you, you placed it in me for me to manage it. But Jesus Christ, you're the one who created, you gave me the vision. So I don't want to be selfish and disrespectful to you by taking full credit because you're the one who placed this vision to myself, Eric McCray. You placed me in a position for me to to be able to have access to training, recovery coach training. You have put me, allowed me to be surrounded by the right people. And there are other important people that I believe that you're going to surround me, that you're going to allow me to be surrounded by for me to go to the next level. So I thank you that Victorious for Life podcast will transition from a hobby to a business, LLC, either in the state of New Jersey or the state of Pennsylvania. Trademarks, logos, it will be official tissue. I speak it in advance. It will be another source of income, not only for myself and my future wife, but it would be a platform that I can use to advertise Jesus Christ from me. Jesus Christ perspective of recovery, not a sanctioned 12 step perspective of recovery, a Jesus Christ perspective of recovery. And again, the def- the definition of recovery is when Jesus Christ takes a person back to the original state where Jesus intended for you to be in the first place on that note. I just thank you so much, Jesus, for hearing my prayers and answering them. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen. God bless everyone that's listening. God bless you, Bishop Poole, and your wonderful wife, Apostle Chantel. I truly am grateful that the Lord Jesus Christ allowed me to meet the both of you. I told Apostle Chantel before, I ain't never met a woman like her in my life, and I said it again, never did. Pastor Chantel, a.k.a. Miss North Philly <laughs> On that note, my name is Aaron McRae I'm your recovery coach And once again, you have listened to Victorious for Life podcast God bless you My name is Eric McCray. I am your recovery coach. This is Victorious for Life Podcast. The name of this episode is called Rising from the Ashes. Once again, Rising from the Ashes. I'm here to offer encouragement to let the listeners know that regardless of what uncomfortable situation that you're in, that you can't rise from the ashes. I'm here to offer encouragement because we all need encouragement. I wanted to read from the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, verse 13. And this is the Amplified Bible. Therefore, put on the complete armor of God so that you will be able to successfully resist and stand your ground in the evil day of danger. And having done everything that the crisis demands to stand firm in your place, fully prepared, immovable, victorious, immovable, Victorious. I like that. So let me read that again. Therefore, put on the complete armor of God so that you will be able to successfully resist and stand your ground in the evil day of danger. And having done everything that the crisis demands to stand firm in your place, fully prepared, immovable, victorious. You stand in spite of what's going on. So standing doesn't obviously doesn't necessarily mean that you're standing on two feet. It really means that, that regardless of the negative situation that happens in your life, is that you don't give up, that you have complete faith and trust in Jesus Christ, that regardless of what's going on in your life, that you know that you're not going to give up. You're not going to allow circumstances to get the best of you. You're not going to retreat. You're not going to accept failure. You're not going to accept defeat at all. So when it says immovable, victorious, that's exactly what this scripture is saying, that you're not going to allow yourself to walk away from crises. Crisis is going to do what it's designed to do. It's designed to break you down. It's designed to build you up. It's designed to expose weaknesses or imperfections, but it's also designed to bring out the best in you. Greatness cannot be rushed. You cannot rush greatness. Crisis has the ability to to cause greatness to develop when it comes to crises. So crisis is needed, and it's difficult for people to see it that way because crisis is always looked at first as something that's uncomfortable, something that's unattractive. But when you break it down and look at it, and and of course, a person that's thinking about crisis, when you allow yourself to be open-minded, to broaden your horizon concerning crisis, You look at it, it's also positive things that can come out of crisis too, depending on the person's perspective. That's what determines whether or not someone is going to be successful based off their perspective, how the way they see their current situation. There's plenty of times that I've actually experienced crisis situations and it seemed like it was difficult for me to overcome these crisis situations. And there was times I questioned myself. There was times I questioned Jesus Christ and it was uh, beyond the fact that it was uncontrollable uncomfortable I thank the Lord Jesus Christ that one thing I decided not to do I decided not to give up I just wanted to have a short episode here because people need to understand that rising from the ashes that person can't rise from the ashes they can become victorious in the midst of crisis they can continue to put on the complete armor of God so they will be able to successfully resist and stand their ground in the evil day of danger. And having done everything that the crisis demands, to stand firm in your place, fully prepared, immovable, victorious. And you're victorious in Jesus' name. Again, Ephesians chapter six, verses 13 is official. It's very powerful. I love the scripture. This is a, this is, this scripture here, can be used as a power to statement to encourage folks when you are going through, when you're struggling. A lot of times people, they make an effort to have solutions to problems and try to create solutions to problems. And it's nothing wrong with with someone trying to, or at least making an effort to create solutions to problems. But when all the solutions is not getting anywhere, then you have to 100% rely on Jesus Christ. And that doesn't mean that you don't rely on Jesus Christ when a person makes an effort to create solutions themselves. What I'm saying is that sometimes when a person creates solutions or they try to develop or discover solutions on their own to help them to overcome their crises, a lot of times the the solutions run out and and the solutions are not effective. When you've done all you can, this stand. Because it does make sense for a person to make an effort to to help themselves in the midst of a crisis and not solely depending on Jesus Christ 100%. It's like help Jesus to help you, or, you know, no different than when someone's helping you. You know, you can't just 100 percently depend on that person to do everything for you. You have to make an effort or make an attempt to take initiative to work out your issues, and it's no different when it comes to spirituality. When you've done all you can when you all the efforts that you have made all the efforts that you have done to try to solve your problems if that's not working you have to trust in jesus christ again ephesians chapter 6 verses 13 and again this is coming from the Amplified bible therefore put on the complete armor of god so that you will be able to successfully resist and stand your ground in the evil day of danger And having done everything that the crisis demands to stand, firm in your place, fully prepared, immovable, victorious. I want to thank everyone for listening to this episode here on Victorious for Life. God bless you.
1: I think the main thing is for children to have a safe place where they can release what their experiences are, what they're feeling or what they're going through so that they can, they a lot of them, even the bully, they want to change, they want to get better.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But they mm-hmm. just don't, or they got to uphold an image.
2: Exactly.
1: because F- right? F- they've been F- doing it for so long, they got to uphold the image of a bully,
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> you
1: know? Or, yeah. or, uh, or the person that's being bullied, maybe, um, I don't know, for whatever reason, doesn't want to, they, they're holding stuff in, or it could be that they're not, you know, I don't know. So, you
2: know, yeah. There would be a lot of different things
1: going on there. I mean, for me, I really wasn't, I might have been a bull. I don't know if I wasn't, was a bully. I think I was bullied because um, I went to a predominantly Caucasian school. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, people may have tried me in that manner. But mm-hmm. I was a popular kid, you know, but people would try to bully me. Even though I was the popular kid, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I I did get challenged a lot coming up. I don't know why. You know, but I was popular. That's if you you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. So, yeah. but I still got challenged. Um I don't know. So and then I have to think, was I a bully? You know? And it, not it, so much to for my friends that I was a bully, but to my cousins, my family.
2: Mm-hmm. And those are some of the things that we that we do talk about. Like you, you, know, sometimes and Norm tells a tells a really good story as a as a coach, right? You're trying to do certain things, and, and you don't realize how words really do matter. You know, and and depending on the person that you're talking to. Um, If they have triggers that's going on in them and you just call yourself playing, um, you know, they had some trauma going on in their life. You never know what those words or those actions could do to that particular person. So you kind of cross that line sometimes unknowingly. But then if you, you know, that's why we encourage, you know, people to like speak up. You have to say something. Because when people don't know you, 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 in, in a in a way, you give them authority to continue to act the way that they're acting towards you, and exactly. it doesn't make that you know right, and it doesn't make them, it's not your fault, but you you have you are worth, um, you know more than what someone may be saying to you. So I know we're kind of having all this conversation, and that's you know, but though this so thing, you kind of know that that's you know, those are some of the things that that we kind of talk through and. Um. And you know, talk about
1: talking with the young people and, and adults. Awesome. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to when we get set up and really lay out a format of which way direction we're going to go in, and if we have a conversation like we're having now, it should be phenomenal.
0: Exactly. I, I was thinking the same thing. Uh-huh.
2: I agree.
0: So you so definitely remember um, Tiffany Austin. You know, you, you know. I just want y'all to flow. You know, what I'm saying, don't hold back. Just flow. You know, like I said. You know, I turn the podcast over to y'all and just flow. I just want y'all to be comfortable. And myself and my fiance, we're definitely going to just flow with y'all. Got you. Got
2: you. Sounds good. Yeah.
0: So once I turn it over to y'all, it's it's it's, it's <laughs> you know, y'all got the floor.
2: All right.
0: Yeah. So um, y'all want to do um a, a, a Zoom um phone call this evening?
2: You want to. Do- yeah. Yeah,
1: we can. All right, I just have I <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I can do this evening, Eric, because I'm, at, I'm going to be at the beautician, and I have a. I already have
2: a family Bible study that I'm a part of. And that's
0: so, right. I forgot about, about that. that. I'm so sorry well, about that.
1: No, back back yeah. back, and then tomorrow we have our candle. So May and Wednesday is Bible study. So I'm thinking maybe Thursday, if you guys are available.
2: We can, we can, Thursday's a good day for me. I don't know and about look, you all. I'm just looking at my calendar real quick, but I think, I want to say is fine. You don't have anything Thursday night. Yeah, you don't have anything Thursday night.
1: Thursday's good? Yeah, because tonight is just not a good night. I'm about to pull up, I'm pulling up down to her, and then I'm going to be just getting, Monday's is not good for me. I just do the family body study. I'm preparing to go I gotta go in the office tomorrow and I'm just mentally getting my mind ready to go in and I got eight seven new people added to me today. So no oh, I, I, oh. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta be I gotta be ready and prepared. So that's where my mind is. Right there at work and um just I wanna get on the family the Bible study to just take in some a little bit of the word and mentally prepare myself for tomorrow. I really do. So, Thursday
2: would be a good day for me. Yep, yeah, Thursday would work for me. I thought you said Thursday was for you. Is that good for you, sweetheart?
0: Yeah, Thursday is good. Thursday is definitely good. And what I can do is, if y'all open to it, I can actually um, just, you know, have us, um, you know, when we have a discussion, you know, we can do a test run on the Anchor app and record it. And I can send a link to y'all and y'all let me know how that sounds. Okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to, that's, that's not public though. That's just between us. You know what I'm saying? That's all right, all right. that's more like a rough draft, like a rough like electronic version of a rough draft copy or something like that. You got
2: you. No, that, that sounds perfect. Okay. That'll
0: give us an opportunity, if you need to adjust sound and all of that kind of stuff,
2: that sounds good. Okay, cool.
0: That'll work. Okay. That, all right, Dan. Well, listen, well, Um, what time Thursday y'all want to do this?
2: Uh, um, um, uh, seven.
0: Yeah, seven. Now seven is good for me. Seven is. Seven seven is, is
1: perfect. Yep. Yeah. Seven oh. is perfect. I'm off. I'm
0: yep. off yep. at four thirty. I
1: can relate. Yep. Seven is perfect.
0: Seven yep. is good for me.
1: Okay. Yep. All right,
0: yep. then. Right, well, All right. listen. We see y'all Thursday on Zoom, seven o'clock.
2: All right.
1: You going to send a link want, to us? Yeah, yes, said, I can do that. Okay. Yes, all right. Good to hear from you guys. It you is. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Yes, all God right. bless God
0: y'all. God bless you. God
2: bless alright right, bye-bye. Bye-bye.